and welcome to the first episode, number episode number one of Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, but we don't know your face when you're wearing a mask. That's right, the first official, episode number zero one, is here, Wrestling Cheers. It's, it's great to finally get this off the ground and finally get this show in general, even counting it part of the, the canon of the Ohio Indie Report, to finally do something new, something different that I've wanted to do for a very long time. What we're going to be talking about this episode is AIW's Girls Night Out 19, but kind of go back a little bit. I kind of missed a little bit of contact info because this is Wrestling Cheers. You can email us, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at WrestlingCheers, where you can find results for this show as it happens, and you can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers. And like I've said on episode double zero, if you were a fan and you did follow us on Facebook and Twitter of the Ohio Indie Report, you're still following us, you're still enjoying us, it's just... We, we, we redecorate it a little bit, and we really do hope you like it. Okay, now I am your host. I am Heavyset, and you can find me at Heavyset330 on Twitter, but I want to bring in the person that I've wanted on this podcast for a long time. I asked him to be on. I, I really don't remember when. I can't tell you the show, but I remember something fell through, and we had to just abandon it. So, making his debut on this podcast wrestling cheers and also he will be doing live tweeting for us we have Caden Ranky. hello i yeah i've been trying yeah you wanted me on here for a while i think it was you asked me last year i believe it was but it, there was probably a lot of times before that no i asked you long before that if if yeah, we, i just if, remember last year <laughs> if we it might be on our facebook history because i mean we don't exchange i think personal messages all that often there was at one point where I know I wanted you on. We're talking like actually like 2013. Yep. Um, June 26, 2013. I asked you something about it and you said, would it be okay if I came on another time? Yeah, there's probably something's going on, doctors and such. Yeah, because I did. I asked you like if you were feeling better. Uh, but yeah, I'm on. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> it took freaking four years. See, I wanted you on before anybody. I was a trailblazer before it was even cool. You do, you're allowed to take credit for that one. Good. <laughs> I invented that. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Caden. Let's first, for anybody who doesn't know you, let's, let's, let's get to know you a little bit. Tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm always at AIW. So if you ever pick up a show, you're probably going to see me front row with Justin and pretty much everyone else. Um, I go to a lot of indie shows because I'm, we're going to go kind of like, Give me a backstory here. I have a lot of health issues, so mm -hmm. my escape from that is wrestling shows and just anything to do with wrestling. I've always been a big indie wrestling fan since, like, 2011. Now, how many uh, shows did you go to last year? Last year? Mm -hmm. It was 50 shows. Three of them were WWE. The rest were independent. So almost one show a weekend average. Yep, I was trying to get to, like, the 52, so I, it could literally be, like, one show a weekend. That would have been insane. Actually, no, it would have been this year. It would have been even crazier, actually, if you would have went above 52. So you would have had an average of at least 
one a week, and then somewhere another one you had two a week. Because uh, there was a couple, like, I made two big road trips last year. I went to WrestleMania weekend, and I did four shows in two days. Then I did Shimmer weekend, and that was five shows in three days. Just the most, like, ridiculous amount of wrestling ever in a short period of time like that. Mm. Totally worth it, though. With me doing WrestleMania this year, I think we're... Like, not counting WrestleMania, I know I got Ring of... Like, Ring of Honor is going to be my Saturday. Because they're doing an early type show. Not, well, not show, but, like, the show starts at, I think, 7. Let me grab my tickets, actually. Um, is that the, like, their Supercard of Honor? Yeah, Supercard of Honor. Yeah. Um, uh, it says, doors open at 2, but the show is at 6. So, like, the, when the doors open, there's actually, like, this... I want to, like, there's actually a name for it, but the name that I keep thinking in my head is FanFest. Like, like a meet and greet sort yeah, of game. Yeah, kind of like that, but I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know if they're like, all right, everybody from ROH, they're all going to be here. I think they announced it, as a matter of fact. Everybody who's going to be there? Yeah, hold on, because I'm pretty sure they always announce, like, who's going to be there. Um, You're going to the Saturday one? That's the only Ring of Honor show I think there is. Uh, yeah, I haven't been keeping up with the schedule too <laughs> well. Um, Yeah, I know there's going to be some Lucha guys there, which is... Mm-hmm. Kind of neat. Uh, Festival of Honor is what it's called. Festival of Honor. I like FanFest. <laughs> yeah, FanFest is kind of like the, just the given name for yeah. it. Um, yeah, there's this is like bigger than what I usually see because when I went, there was only like three guys doing a signing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I'll link you to that real quick. Because I know like that's going to be, that's like I said, my whole Saturday. I'm going to be so beat afterwards, and I think we're going to try to do access on Sunday. And then uh, Friday itself, which will be my birthday, is doing WrestleCon most of the day. But in the middle, there's going to be a chunk where we do the other show, More Than Mania, which is on the opposite side of Orlando. Because I think like WrestleCon is southwest, and More Than Mania is like northeast. Jeez. Yeah, it's about a half-hour drive, but when me and Kevin were talking about what we wanted to do, like, we could either see Rev Pro or Progress, and we chose Progress. Either of them are good. Yeah, either of them are good. I mean, there's not a bad you show to go. go to, but we're, we chose uh, we chose Progress, and there's another show uh, that we wanted to do, but I know we want to do the WrestleCon Super Show at night, and my the big... WrestleCon Super Show is always amazing. The main thing that I want to do is, since we're doing WrestleCon during the day... Uh, before we head over back over or head not back over head to more than mania my goal is to see veda scott on my birthday make this happen <laughs> make this happen and we can also talk about this really quick before we actually get into the uh girls night out 19 card but our little rivalry with veda scott oh this has been a thing that's go- been going on for a year over a year it started uh, the first show of 20 or i think it was the first show of 2016 with yep. um whatever what was the show before valentine's day um don't feed us after midnight yes okay it all started because i mean this goes even before that the, the whole joke was which not a lot of people know this is well obviously you're, you're a big heidi fan heidi i Pepper, am now known as ruby Wright in wwe nxt and obviously i'm a huge veda scott fan well anytime these two had a match like me and kaden were kind of like we took our sides and then Obviously, like the last time they had a match in AIW was 2015. So here comes 2016, and like you're taking a picture with Veda, and that's where my photo bomb skills because it was like we were all talking, and then you, Grandpa, and Veda, like you know, your grandpa's like, all right, you know, get a picture, and I was talking with Aaron, and I seen it, and that's why I gave that mean mugging look. 
and we we started a, a tradition after that to like do a picture every time she had a show and it had to be different one way or another like every time she's booked at aiw now we make sure we have like get that picture mm-hmm and uh, I know Ced- she actually tweeted something about it. I think a couple weeks back, or like a month back, or something. Uh, after the last show that she was at at uh, 2016, might have been Hel- it was Hell on Earth because she actually like because she posted the picture from Hell on Earth, and then right after that, she used my collage from Instagram, which was we we hit nine, which nine was my goal, so I could do this perfectly on Instagram, and it was nine pictures of every interaction that we did, and in the center it's from last year. Yeah, because the center was the only one that we didn't do a photo bomb. Instead, it was a face off, and that actually helped bring the picture together because that's what it was. And no, not many people can see it on my on like the actual collage, but I'm wearing a fight Caden fight shirt, and I'm and I'm actually covering up the bottom fight. So I'm saying fight Caden. <laughs> Little details. <laughs> Little details. I love that. But we're, we're obviously both big fans of local independent wrestling. You've been a fan since 2011. You've actually been a fan longer than I have, and you started... Not by long, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, I think it goes with the fact of um, your age. You're 11. And the thing is, PWO was on TV for Wrestling Ohio, exactly. for anyone that's been following like that little mm-hmm. brand of indie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just on TV, so I just happened to see them the one night i'm like oh this is in ohio this is something that's not wwe cool yeah and i went to the autorama the one time i think kind of just saw them i didn't really stay to watch or anything i just kind of saw them it's like oh sweet wrestling i i think i might have stayed for like one of the episodes or something but that doesn't really count as a show yeah but then like resolution four that was my first official independent wrestling show. That's where I've started counting. Like, from then, I think I've hit 147 independent wrestling shows. Or no, 146. Excuse me. I haven't even counted. But then again, I had years where I wasn't going as much. But you've technically been a fan longer than I have. But it's the fact of your age that really gets it. Like, I had a, a recent debate with a guy who was com- complaining about WWE's booking in general. And he tried to use the, the slang... Or not the slang. He tried to say like, "Oh, true fans are tired or don't like this," and I'm just like, "Dude, shut up!" Like, I don't want to play this like true fan card shit because I feel bad for saying it, but I'm a bigger fan than you. And then he tried he tried to use the H thing on me. He's like, "Oh, I was going to shows and watching WWE when you were swimming in your dad's nutsack." Ha ha ha! And I, he, he can't be that much older than yeah. me. maybe five years, ten years at the very most. But I'm thinking, like, dude, like, I'm like, I even said, like, I know a 17 year old who is probably a bigger fan than you. 17. It's not your age. It's how like how much you love wrestling. And I mean, granted, if you're going just for WWE, that's fine. I'm not going to knock you for it. Yeah. But like. I'm the kind of person in New York are too, where it's like, it's almost like, and I hate to use this CM Punk, but it's kind of like a drug where, okay, I got WWE. This is great. And I grew up during WWE, um, WCW, ECW was there, but I couldn't get it. And I remember there were some local access channels that played like Smoky Mountain and everything, but that was before the, the advent of DVR. So sometimes you didn't always remember to catch it and all this kind of stuff, but it became an addiction. And I had that as little, and then when I, it was right around 2011 when I started, okay, what else is out there? And I went, oh, PWO, oh, AIW, oh, other promotions who are no longer around, oh, oh, this is Chikara, oh, 
who's this Johnny Gargano guy? Oh, he wrestles for Dragon Gate USA. Oh, who, who who's this? Oh, okay. And like it, it expanded. And that's, I mean, that's my kind of like personal story. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Like just going off the indies. Like you discover one thing, then just kind of escalates from there. You find more promotions. You find out about more of the guys. It's just like there's so much. It's just like, it just grows. Once you discover one promotion, it's like, boom, 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 boom. You progressively find out about more. And then how long did it take for you to find AEW? It took you about almost a year. Um, I discovered PWO, like, or I started going officially, like, August mm-hmm. of 2011. Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, closed on in January 2012. My first show for AIW was uh jaylet day two in 2012 which was may 12th oh yeah the shutdown well i don't know yeah, if i want to call it a shutdown it was uh they had the show in january which was the last one in streetsboro which i'm mad because that's like the closest a show will ever be to me but i think i don't even think that bar's there anymore actually either but anyway there was that right. yeah <laughs> they had that one and then it was all right they were going to do another Oh, um, I thought it was another. Were they? I remember they were going to do one in uh, one not too far from me too, and that one got canceled. There was another show around that time. It got canceled, and then they kind of went silent for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, now it's prime. Yeah, it was basically just a name change. It wasn't really even a shutdown. Which I don't think you need to even go to that first show, prime show. No, I because I didn't know they were back around. Mm-hmm. It was a very low key thing. Like I know I was there. I think of the of the the main fans, I was I think I was like the main guy there. I know Hannah was there, but I don't think she was there as a fan. And, and a lot of a lot of the biggest complaint was I didn't know it was like coming back. Like, I didn't know about it, and for some yeah, reason like, I stayed on stuff at the time. Once I came to AIW, you kind of told me about it. I'm like, why did I not know about this? No, it had. Uh, we didn't start talking until Prime itself. Or Prime was in what? Like June, because I think the Gargano shows were in the summer. Like they did the Medina show, and then I think they did two Gargano shows, and there was a, I think a another one that got canceled in there, or um, or it got, it got or the one of the Gargano shows was supposed to be somewhere else, and then they had to change the venue to move it back to Gargano's. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. And then that led us all the way to the uh, Resolution Five. The last Resolution at the Nautica Pavilion. Yes, the only Resolution I ever went to. Really? Yes. Because I, you may got to remember, six was late. Six was yeah, like six a, was like what October? October, and I was starting with my first company. Like literally that weekend, I was in Texas. Jeez. Yeah. So I was upset that I that I missed that. And I I recently bought it on the Fight TV app. I haven't yeah. I haven't got a chance to watch it because it was only two bucks. And actually, I had a friend of mine who, like I said, the uh, I was talking about before recording because I have friends on this network, the Training Topics Network. Uh, What's on Fight, where they talk about things on Fight, and there was a free weekend or free day of you can watch anything on fight TV, no matter what it was for free. And a friend of mine was like, Oh, you should watch that resolution. And I was like, no, I've already paid for it. Joe Dombrowski deserves my money. I don't care if it's only two bucks each. He's getting my money. He's, he's getting my money because I respect what he does. And I bought four, even though I own it on DVD, I bought five because I've never watched it since the original showing and six because I've never seen it at all. Six was fun. Like it it wasn't at the um, Nautica. No, but it was still like a really good show. Which, because it ended up being the last Prime show, sadly. Yeah. Um, it pretty much just closed off all the storylines that they had going. And my favorite thing from all of that is the fact that Labar was the face authority figure, and you had Vic as the heel one. But as soon as Labar takes over, the company shuts down. 
<laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. Like, because you pointed, I think you pointed that out to me like a while back. Mm-hmm. So I was it like, was wait, like, like, like who's who's the real good guy here? Bring back Vic. <laughs> uh, Vic. Someone else is doing good things in WWE. Vic Joseph is doing great things in WWE. All right, let's get into this card. Let's get into Girls Night Out 19 this Saturday at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. I mean, if I have to go through everything, actually, I don't have the address up right now, but, you know, VIP tickets, $30. General mission tickets, $20. Um, you are our female wrestling expert technically you've you've been to more shimmer shows than i have and i think anybody who will most likely be on this show who's not a wrestler uh yeah because i was lucky enough to go to six of them last year (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm going again later this year already got that all planned out let's let's start with this match let's start with gail kim versus Britt baker Britt baker has been an up-and-coming star in AIW. I'm I'm almost starting to look at her, and I just really thought about this. She's almost like the female Johnny. I feel like of someone who's starting off very uh, not young, but starting off very green-ish. Yeah, right. Or, 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 or anyway, starting off. Yeah, but, she, but she's starting off, and she's building a name for herself in Cleveland Ranch. I know she's doing other places too, but she's definitely up and coming. And I feel like in AIW, she's been given shot after shot after shot of like big name or just big names to go up against i'm not saying she doesn't deserve it but this time she gets gail kim just even this earlier in her career because she's only been wrestling for like a year and a half just getting like like gail kim um allison k Shayna baszler who's someone else that's still new but she's the champion yeah uh like been working with hornswoggle a bit lately just <laughs> multiple scramble matches <laughs> <laughs> ah the scramble matches those are fun um just all those big names this early in your career uh but yeah she's like you made the comparison of like female like johnny mm-hmm. i never really thought about it that way but that's a great comparison except for she's from that other city that we won't mention yeah. but yeah <laughs> but no i i feel like if anybody is going to kind of step in his shoes i mean you have a lot of names who can do it especially like alex daniels but if there's a female part of it like i think Britt baker and especially let's not forget she was used as an i don't want to say extra but you know she was used in a match versus nia Jax on raw which that's that's a big thing mm-hmm even if it's just like 30 seconds, that's still a big deal. You're in the ring with like a WWE talent mm-hmm. and you work a match with them. That's a big deal. I almost feel like she has a horseshoe up her ass. Cause I mean, this girl has been lucky. Like, and the longer she's been in AIW, the more I've been like intrigued by her. And like, I really like following her. And I, I there's definitely a lot, a lot in her future. I'm not even going to argue that one. Just again, a year and a half in, she's gotten so many ridiculous opportunities like this early in her career. It's amazing. Not trying to keep like repeating the same thing, yeah. but it's just insane. And then we we, we got Gail Kim to add, add to it because it's not just let's all let's praise Britt Baker, but Gail Kim, who's might be one of the the best female wrestlers of this generation. Definitely at least one of the most celebrated, uh, one of the women with the most accomplishments. And I, I like it now that she, I mean, this is her, is this her second or third time in the past year or so, year and a half? Well, uh, this is her second AIW match. Okay. 
She's been in AIW three times officially. Yeah, three times. The first time was my very first show, but I couldn't remember whether she had been booked for another GNO or another show because I knew there was one, but I didn't know if there was two. But this would be the actual second. And this, I mean, this could very well be one of the the best matches on the card. I mean, obviously, it's gonna it's either gonna add to Britt's resume or it's going to add to the amount of names that Gail Kim has demolished. Either way, this like this definitely it could be a match of the night. Besides this match, like, is there any match you're really looking forward to? Oh, uh, not to jump like straight to the main event, but Shayna Baszler versus Allison K. As soon as Shayna won the belt, this is like number one <laughs> on my list of matches. Just all right, make this happen. As, as soon as she won the belt, and you stopped crying. Hey, <laughs> we're not going to bring that up. <laughs> uh, or uh, as soon as. I don't say stop crying, but you know, you came to the realization that Heidi was no longer the champion. No, but yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I mean, that's one match. Um, is I mean, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. I don't want to kind of want to save that for last. But is there any, or maybe even any talent that you want to see? Because, like, personally, I'll admit I don't know a whole lot about Sonya Strong. Granted, I know she's she's wrestled in AIW before, Penelope Ford. The only thing I know is she's associated with Joey Janela. Which, actually, come to think about it, this match could get very interesting. Veda Scott versus Penelope Ford. Veda Scott, who will most likely have Gregory Iron in her corner, maybe even uh, Alex Daniels, with Penelope Ford, who maybe might, I don't know his schedule, maybe Joey Janela in his corner. I mean, her corner. Hey, now. <laughs> but no, have uh, Penelope Ford have a Joey Janela in her corner. This could be really interesting. I'm curious if we'll see another clash of Joey Janela with no strings attached, especially Gregory Iron and Alex Daniels. I could see it if it was set up like especially at a show like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Alex's book somewhere else, and I'm pretty sure Janela's book somewhere else on Saturday, which is good, but it's not in this case. Are they booked for the same company? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, then I know I know what company that is. I'm not going to plug that company because we're <laughs> discussing AIW. Mm, exactly. Technically, they don't pay the bills here, but hey. But anyway, um, yeah, I you at least have Greg there. Greg has kind of stated he will be be there on Saturday. I'll be going back to people. I don't know. Like, do you? What do you know about Karen Q and um, Kyra Hogan? Uh, Kyra Hogan is the current WSU Spirit Champion. She's been. Her name's been getting out there a lot in the last couple months. Like, she's been working for WSU. Oh, I'm pretty sure she worked Shine once. I know, uh, I want to say she did a Rise event. Uh, She's been, like, basically working everywhere there is to work. And I, only place, like, only where, the only company I've heard of Karen Q is, uh, like, Beyond. Their, like, little women's thing that they've been doing. I know she works there a ton, too. So it's easy to say that Hogan is an up-and-coming women's name in in uh, independent wrestling. Very much so. Because, I mean, if you've wrestled all those places, you're adding AIW now, like, obviously a name that we should be on the lookout for, and this could definitely be uh, a match to check out. It, this could be another one of those kind of, like, match of the nights, mm-hmm. really. The thing that I always like about GNOs, and I know not a lot of people come to GNO. Compared, which sucks. Which, well, I don't know. It sucks on one aspect, but the fact that I know like a, a week or so before the show, I can still buy front row tickets. I like that aspect. Granted, a lot of times I've been getting to a point where I just try to buy them as quick as possible so I don't have to worry about it. But That's also true. 
what I feel about Gino is Girls' Night Out is a different world of AIW. You're going to see a roster full of talent that you might not see as much on regular shows. Yeah, granted, you know, you you know, Veda, Baker, um, Raylan, Baszler, and AK, those are all names you can find in AIW fairly uh, common. The rest, you know, maybe here and there or not as much at all. But that that's like a reason, in my opinion, to come to Girls' Night Out because it's almost like, all right, uh, the last show was great and we got Gauntlet for the Gold coming up, but let's take a time out. Let's talk about the ladies. Let's talk about Veda. Let's talk about Solo Darling. Let's let's get all these other names that, we, like I said, we don't see as much. Yeah, like because uh, this is like a like special twice a year thing. Mm-hmm. You used to do double tapings, but that sadly isn't a thing anymore. But like as you said, you're only seeing like. Allison, Shayna, Raylan, Britt, and, like, Veda on the regular shows. Everyone else that's on here, you're only going to see on, like, a GNO event, mm-hmm. like, twice a year. So I feel like that's kind of, like, an added bonus to coming to these shows. And I think of all those names that we mentioned, the only ones you'll see the most often might be Veda or Britt. Like, Shayna, like, right now, she just, she either just came back or she's, as we're recording this, on her way back from Japan. I'm pretty sure she got back, like, earlier today from, like, a three-month tour of Japan. Yeah, so... Just in time for the show. Yeah, so that works out great for us where she spent all this time over in Japan and what could very well be her first stop will be AIW. I don't know about her Friday booking or if she has any random show between now and then, but still, like, you know, with her being gone for as long as she has, AK's been busy lately. She's been making impact other places, but we... It's those two. So that's my opinion. Like, that's why you got to come and, you know, see Penelope Ford, Lufisto, Sonya Strong. And let's get into this match, too. Uh, Technically a regular in AIW or somewhat regular name that's been around for a very long time. We have Angel Dust versus Shotzi Blackheart. I'm not used to pronouncing. Literally, before we started recording, I got the correct pronunciation off Caden. (laughs) (laughs) uh, for the Rise, Rise Championship. Thank you very much. Um, we know Angel Dust, who is, I've always felt somewhat comparable to one of your favorites, Heidi Loveless, in the fact of the moniker of Punk Rock Ragdoll, and I feel like Angel Dust is very much the same way. Maybe not Punk Rock, but she's a Hard Knocks type ragdoll and a lot of the stuff she's doing in the ring and the, how long she's been around it's finally kind of cool to see her get, get some like that break yeah get a get a break with rise and she's going up against shotzi blackheart who the hell is shotzi blackheart um she's like one of the california talents okay. like she's in the group with like savoy uh shana sage thin if you've heard of her before um ruby rays uh, just, like, a couple of the names that pop into my head. Like, just the California wrestling scene doesn't get as much recognition as it should, but she's out there mainly. Mm-hmm. She's just getting out here now, thanks to Rise. That's another thing they're doing, is getting a lot of people from, like, out in California. Just, like, out that way, they're bringing a ton of talent out here. Not the best description, but <laughs> should work. All right. Like I don't, I like I'd love to help put over this match, but I just have no idea what to what to expect. I mean, I know Angel does, but Shotzi Blackheart is just that name that I think you're going to get in AIW, where a lot of 
a lot of us fans, I, f- I feel like we might not know as much about other companies or some of those names like Shotzi Blackheart. So when they come out, it's going to be quiet. Like, we're going to try to get a feel for you. And then it's kind of like, okay, now you're now you got your match. Like, let's see how we feel. Like, I, I was often feel like I kind of compare it to uh, Ethan Page. I feel like that's how we treated him when he first debuted in AIW, which that was that was before your first match. For your first uh, show, 2012. It was like the show before, I think. Yeah, and then I think when he was done, we chanted, "You know, please come back." Yeah, because like AIW, when people first debut, if you don't, if we don't know who they are, it's kind of like just a little applause. Mm-hmm. Just like, all right, we're not disrespecting you by not giving you a, like a ridiculous pop or anything. It's just we don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Once you wrestle, you're gonna get a better like ovation after your match. Mm-hmm. That's how the AIW crowd is. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, all right, we're gonna see. How you are first. Couple of matches we expected. We can like just mindlier touch on some of these other matches before we get to the main event. Um, like I said, Sonya Strong make it her return to AAW going up against Lou Fisto. Lou Fisto, uh, a fantastic veteran talent. And like like I said before, I don't know I don't know much about Sonya Strong besides I know she did one other match in AAW last year, but that's all I remember. It was against Britt Baker, I believe. It was, okay. What's the first or second GNO of the year? Oh, that was the first one. Okay. That was the one that, like, Nicole Savoy debuted at and whatnot. Surprise debut, too. Yeah, which was, like, even better. Which I feel like you were the only one that knew about it. Not, like, knew about it prior, but, like, because of women's wrestling, like, I just, I never heard of that name. But sometimes it's that landscape of professional wrestling where sometimes, you know, you don't pay attention for a couple months. Like, a name's going to merge. And I think that's what I felt like with her where I just didn't recognize I didn't hear the name or I just wasn't paying attention. And now I'm noticing her a lot more and more, especially with, I know she's somewhat like you had mentioned earlier with, with Baszler. So learning a it's little like bit. The California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, back to the Lufisto Sonya strong match. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Sonya's actually still really new. I'm just on cagematch.com mm-hmm. or cagematch.net. Super helpful. She debuted in 2015. Okay. She is brand new, working against someone who is, as of this year, has been wrestling for 20 years. Oh, wow. I'm not sure what the date would be, but, like, as of this year, it has been 20 years. Wow. Bit of a fun fact there for anyone that doesn't really keep up with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy seeing someone this new work with a veteran like that. This will definitely be fun. And it's just cool having Lefisto on the roster because she's amazing. Oh, yeah. She was another surprise debut, actually, now that I think about it. The one that we all thought was EC3. <laughs> uh, for those who w- don't was know. Was that the thing? Because uh, it was the the Battle of the Sexes. Or when she debuted. I thought it was Davey Vega. <laughs> well, well, here, Do a title versus title match. This is why I, I, I or a lot of us thought it was EC3. AW, I think, has a history of doing this, and I thought I've mentioned it before, where there will be a silhouette of a mystery wrestler and a lot of people will look at it and try to figure out who that's the silhouette of and will go oh it's this person sometimes it's right like with the mystery tag team opponents for i want to say it was to infinity and beyond where it was eric ryan oh yeah featuring eric ryan where it was the fuckets because you look at the silhouette and it's like that's the fuckets like you go back to the last time that prior to that where they were booked it was the exact same picture just obviously the silhouette version so way yeah, before all, 
way before all that, there was the match, this match, which, uh, who did Lufisto go up against? Was it Athena? Ember Moon. Oh, yeah. Ember Moon. Used to be known as Athena. Yeah. Uh, she had a mystery, mystery opponent since it was being Battle of the Sexes. A lot of us thought Guy and the Silhouette was, if I'm correct, it was EC3. So all of a sudden, when Lufisto comes out, it's like, no fucking way. And Lufisto is another one of those names that even I never got a chance to watch it, but it was a name that I heard about. And sometimes I think that's a big thing where even if I don't know who you are, I've never seen you wrestle, but if your name has gotten to me and I go, okay, like I need to check out for this name. So as soon as I see, boom, Lufisto, I'm like, ooh, okay. Okay, this is awesome. It's just like a, ooh, this is good. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing with me, basically, watching, uh, like, so much stuff. Like, I hear about a lot of these people, but I never get this chance to see them in person. Lufisto mm-hmm. was one of those people. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd get to see you. I think I think me and you were two of the people that, like, after the show, we rushed to get a picture with her. And I don't know if I don't think I bought an 8 by 10 I think I just got a picture. Because I well, felt like, 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 this is like, I like I have to get a picture with you. And you're really short. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said that. Not many people really ran over to her. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sad. But now she's at AIW and she always has a ridiculous crowd of people by her. Mm-hmm. It's good. Oh, we also have a rematch of GNO 17 MJ Jenkins versus Solo Darling. Personally, I love Solo Darling. She's one of those people. I didn't know much about her before coming into AIW, but she like within like a small amount of time of seeing her, like her personality just grabs you and like makes you invested. And that's one thing I love about her. All right, how would you describe like her character that she has? Because I've been trying to figure out a better way to describe this to people. She is basically, and I'm not even a fan of the genre, but I kind of want to say she's like an anime character that loves sugar like one that because i always look at because like she's like a squ- her thing is like the squirrel basically well, yeah 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 yeah. she's tail. a squirrel because i think <laughs> that's actually another thing that i've talked about where i don't know whether i want to see it as a tag team or a um intergender match but solo darling and space monkey that'd be amazing can we have this happen like right now please <laughs> intergender match would be great um Tagging together would be great. I mean, Grant, like, that's the thing about Space Monkey. I love Space Monkey. He, you could put him with almost anybody and create a tag team. Like, freaking Dick Justice. That's fucking great. Yeah, the, I've enjoyed their tag they've had so far. It was really just thrown together, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, all right, here you go. Okay, if, if we had another Battle of the Sexes, which it doesn't sound like we will, because... Thanks to someone. Yeah, who definitely won't be named on this show. Um, If we had... Uh, space justice versus solo darling and a mystery opponent uh, partner who would be the perfect partner for solo darling in that match oh that's actually a really good question because i want to try and think of someone that would match up evenly with dick justice uh all right just screw it go with jock samson it's always the answer <laughs> always the answer well i was thinking if we went full intergender then you gotta you gotta pick a female, kind of like what Battle of the Sexes when it was uh, to Infinity and Beyond versus Mary Elizabeth Monroe, now known as Kelly Klein, and um, um, all right, yeah, uh, Taylor Hendricks. Like if we're going, like like that kind of match, like you got to think um, female. We can't do fly-ins with AIW like overseas, no, because I had someone really good, but I'm like, oh yeah, wait, it's a fly-in. Um, ah, uh, yeah, that's actually a good question, and especially if you try to think like Dick. 
and Monkey are definitely comedic wrestlers. I think Solo Darling is in there as a kind of comedy wrestler. Not as much as Space Justice, but obviously when you're a squirrel, because I forgot about that squirrel aspect when I was trying to think of a character, but like I was, I, she's very animated, and that's what I, what made me go anime. But I'm actually, uh, I'm actually thinking Thunder Kitty. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Now that you say that. I just don't know if it'll ever happen. Do the last time we've seen Thunder Kitty in AIW, but that has the potential of being a very fun match. It would be very entertaining. Again, whether or not it happens. Like ever, <laughs> or at least just Space Monkey versus Solo Darling, it would be. There's a chance that can happen. Ah, oh, that'd be so great. And I have my hopes up for it. <laughs> and then we, the only match that we haven't mentioned yet is Faye Jackson versus Leonard Bibbs' favorite female wrestler of all time, Ray Lynn. Ah, uh, yeah, Faye Jackson. I got to see her at uh, ROH when I went in uh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Like in September last year, I think it was right before or right after Bloodsport. I thought you were talking about the time that you just went recently. I was like, oh yeah, thanks for the spoilers, by the way. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was like a six-women tag match. She did a suicide dive through the ropes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. She is a very solid in-ring worker, though. For anyone who hasn't seen her, I do recommend going to check out that match on YouTube because that's like one of her more recent matches. Mm-hmm. The l- I just seen a match of hers on the last ring of honor episode that was full women of women of honor which i don't get a chance to check out the women of honor specials which i should since it's free but kind of how my schedule goes i watch ring of honor episodes on fight tv almost right after raw so i just just go from one wrestling product to the next and one was an all women of honor episode and she was oh she was in it and i'm trying to remember who she went up against i think she might have i don't remember who she tagged with but they had solo darling in their corner I think Veda Veda was with uh, uh, Blink, whatever her first name is that I can't remember off the top of my head. Kennedy? Yeah, or whatever her name used to be before she changed her name back when she actually was at Prime. Yeah, she did work on Prime show, didn't she? Versus Marty Bell. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, like I know she's going to be at WrestleCon. I actually want to tell her it's like kind of cool to watch her career go from being whatever i forget her old name was to now and now like seeing her, her on ring of honor and just going from like just basically like a little indie star to something big yeah to put it just bluntly mm-hmm. it's always cool seeing people do that mm-hmm. like whether it be wwe like roh because roh is like a big thing mm-hmm. like tna or impact whatever you want to call them just any of those three big places, like having people get on there is always cool. Anytime something like Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling now, technically, whenever they book a talent that gets more exposure and someone who really deserves it, it's always great to see. Like when Kingston debuted in Impact, like that was awesome to see when you had uh, Braxton Stutter, a.k.a. Pepper Parks. Like, Pepper Parks was another name because of Cherry Bomb that I had heard of, but I didn't know much about. And then I got to see them live when I went to House of Hardcore last year, and he was such an awesome dude. And it was great to see Cherry Bomb again. And at that particular moment, I was like, okay, now, like, I can't wait. Because they had already signed with TNA, but they hadn't yet debuted. I don't even know if they've, they've even filmed anything or reported yet. And then... They were just kind of with TNA. Yeah. So then they finally 
did debut. They debuted separately, which I wasn't really happy about. Because there, there's this thing that I, this philosophy that I have with wrestling, and I think a lot of people are like that too, is whenever people are dating in real life or married in real life, we want to see them together. As much as fans don't want to admit it, like let's say right now in WWE with John Cena and Nikki Bella, for years it was like, well, how is Cena a face and Nikki Bella heel and they're they're dating like how would that work but it's like no they're not like together on TV like they have never done that storyline so it shows that people always want to con- put the real life relationships into this product and I always just related it to well we know what we're seeing is scripted so we want to see something that is genuine and real so a lot of times that you'll get it with romance so we had at this point when I had made this kind of comment m- uh, Mike Bennett and Maria debuted in TNA and I was like, what I want to see is I kind of want to see Pepper Potts or Pepper Parks, not Pepper Potts. That's that's Marvel. Pepper Parks and Cherry Bomb. I want to see them debut. And I kind of want to see them to be this rival couple. And then they end up doing that kind of with Cody and Brandy Rhodes, sadly. But I still had hope that they'd put them together. And just recently on TV, they finally put Braxton and Allie, so Cherry Bomb and Pepper Parks together. And I'm like, this is like I've been waiting for this for months because it's it's that that's realness of professional wrestling. It took a while, but mm-hmm. it happened. Much like that that really long story, but. Eh. <laughs> No but, time on this. but seeing people who deserve it was the main thing. Also, uh, AK going, uh, doing what she's doing. There was someone I thought recently with impact. Oh, we can Laredo kid seeing him whenever those episodes happen. And sometimes when people get shots in ring of honor, it's really cool. And with what they're doing with women of wrestling, it's solo darling name out there more. And stuff. Faye Jackson too. Like I, I had a friend of mine who, Kind of said Faye Jackson looked green, but I felt like that's the untrained eye. That's either you're you're used to people who are might be more polished, or you just don't know their background. Which I think the same person said someone said oh said uh, Kennedy Blank was was green, and I'm like, dude, she's been wrestling for like five years at least. Longer, I think. Yeah, and that's why I said at least. So like I don't that's know. Say, I don't know if I'd been say wrestling for a while. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say green. But uh, going back to Raylan versus Faye Jackson, I'm I'm starting to warm up to Faye Jackson, especially like seeing her in Ring of Honor. Like I don't get because I know she's done nothing Mega before, and I don't I don't get a chance to do Mega. And then Raylan is that name that she's I mean she's been on AIW for a while now. I still refer to her as Leonard Bibb's favorite wrestler. <laughs> Can't but, argue that one. <laughs> but we I there's nothing much else I can say about the match. I'm but um. Looking forward to see more from them. And that's every match except the presumed main event of the evening. I don't see why it would be anything else. The AIW Absolute Women's Championship match. Shayna Baszler versus Allison K. AK-47. She held the belt for like two years at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this this is a test for Shayna. Uh, it would be interesting to see AK beat her, but... I, I don't see anybody beating her anytime soon. I think the only person I thought that could beat Baszler or have a chance would be uh, Britt Baker. How is that? Just how Britt Baker is like an upcoming star. Like, I figured, like, she would be able to find a way to beat her. All right, fair enough. Other than that, like, as of right now, I don't know who could. Imagine if it would be, like, Angel Dust. That's a different story. Going back to something they did years ago. Uh, but this is just something with Shayna's, like, win-loss record. She's only lost once in AIW. That was to Mia Yim, a.k.a. Jade. Mm-hmm. That's something I still want to see happen again sometime in the future. 
mm. just Shayna's only loss in AIW, that kind of throws me up somewhere in line for a title shot. Yeah. But besides that, Shayna's let her beat everyone that she's faced in AIW. And Mia's never, Mia's never been champion. She has not. She's had multiple shots at it, but never won it. So that would definitely be a fun little thing to do again. Mm-hmm. Do, do you still hold animosity to Shayna Baszler? Absolutely. <laughs> do you hold more animosity to the Shayna Baszler fans? I... Somewhat. Because <laughs> I, I do know you kind of had a little bit of a problem with, like, some of the fans kind of attacking you after. We're not going to go into that. It was yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. I'll pick up Bloodsport. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Main event's going to rule. Simple as that. Do you, do you think uh, Baszler will break AK's nose? <laughs> that's, that's another show you that was my first gno jesus christ oh my yeah, god that was something because i i would have like the dvd of that i was not there for it yeah which that feud turned into it went what fans bring the weapons match then a cage mm-hmm. match that was how that feud went in the iw mm-hmm. it wasn't like regular match i think it was a immediate fans bring the weapons match then a cage match because yay for violent matches uh, but yeah, GNO 19. Well, after, then GNO 18, if we want to throw in Shayna's little match there that she had. That adventure. Mm-hmm. It's hard to even explain what that was, but it was interesting. Let's, uh, let's run through these matches just really quick one more time and pick winners of who we think's going to win. Uh, starting, I'll just start with Veda Scott versus Penelope Ford. I got to go with, uh to scott i don't gotta go with scott i'm gonna agree with you there i like penelope ford but through official like debut like in-ring competition for aiw i don't see her winning yet i think veda will win this uh no strings attached not gonna argue that one <laughs> gail kim fun. gail kim versus Britt baker who do you think is gonna win um i'm gonna say Britt. honestly mm-hmm. pulling out the upset but at the same time, it's not an upset because Britt's been beating a ton of big names. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'll go with Gail Kim. I think it'll it could definitely be a close match between the two, but you gotta go with the veteran on this one. Sonya Strong Strong versus Lou Fisto. I'm gonna go with Lufisto. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go Lufisto. This is Sonya's only her second match in AIW. She she was only here once last year. That was against Britt. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised she wasn't at GNO 18. Mm-hmm. Probably had prior commitments, but hey, she's back now. We're good. Um, Karen Q versus Kira Hogan. Ah, uh, Kira Hogan. Just because she's been on such a roll, just all over independent wrestling. Like, no matter where she goes. Um, knowing completely n- nothing about either of these women, I'll take a stab in the dark. I'll actually go opposite of you. I'll go uh, Karen Q. All right. Interesting pick. Again, this is a double, like, double debuts match, so. Mm-hmm. It could go either way. That's one of those situations. They're both making their debut. The rematch from GNO 17, MJ Jenkins versus Solo Darling. Who won the first one? Uh, Alright, let, let me go to AIW's website to check this. I want to say it was Solo, but I'm not 100% sure. I want to say it's Solo too, because I don't think Jenkins has a... I don't Because I think this, this will be her third match. I don't think she's won two matches. Uh, yeah, it was Solo. Okay, so if I'm going, uh, this being a, labeled a rematch, I'm going to go Jenkins, but 
I think there could be something with it. I don't know. Cause there's also setting up something, not necessarily a rubber match. Let's not go, they'll go that route, but like, I don't know, something to make her stand out more. There's also a little bit of information that we, we forgot to mention. And, um, uh, I don't know who this person is as much, but I figure you do that. We have had it. Someone added to Geno 19 this Saturday. No idea if it's a match or not, but, um, Holly dead. Holly dead. Yes. That's another, like, I believe California talent mm-hmm. just recently finished up a tour with stardom. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm just now finding out about her. Like, thanks to stardom. She's okay. pretty impressive teams with all Thunder Rosa a lot, which I'm that names probably someone you've heard of before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she's, she's pretty good. She's like another one of the group of California talents. I'd assume she's wrestling. I don't see why she wouldn't be. Because there's a couple other unbooked talents for this show that just don't have matches but are advertised. So Yeah, I was going to mention, according to the flyer, uh, the main flyer for GNO19, Elixia Nicole and Vanity, both are uh, advertised, but nothing has been announced. Officially been announced, which is weird. And that's the thing, too, with... uh, with AIW. I don't know if they're going to announce any more matches between now and then. It is likely they have a very bad habit of going, hey, here's another match. And either I don't have the show posted yet or I just posted the show. And I'm like, really? Really, guys? We, that's why I do these last minute, but then I can't schedule stuff at last minute. Anyway, that's a different rant for a different day. So, yeah, they're probably going to announce something on Friday. Just pay attention to their Twitter at AI Wrestling or Facebook.com slash AI Wrestling throwing out those plugs mm-hmm. plugs i don't get paid for anyway uh, let's uh go back to the matches so i'm gonna go mj jenkins but uh i'm gonna expect something sneaky uh, i'll actually agree with you here just because the whole it's labeled as like a rematch mm-hmm. something seems up just because it has the like rematch thing on it mm-hmm. ray lynn versus faye jackson i'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Faye Jackson. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Raylan just because of like Veda and Greg probably being at ringside. That's the well, because obviously too, like we don't know the order. We don't know if Raylan's gonna be out with Veda too. Veda's gonna be out with Raylan. Greg has said he will be out for both matches. We don't know the whereabouts of Marnie Bell if she's even in the state of Ohio anymore. Um, or if and- she's even a part of the whole group that they have yeah i mean she could be because you know veda spent a couple shows not being around but she's still a part of no strings attached and then obviously we know alex daniels won't be here because he's working somewhere else Mm -hmm. he's working somewhere with a blurred title um (laughs) so yeah uh phoenix of the rise phoenix phoenix of rise or phoenix of the rise because it's labeled phoenix of the rise I'm pretty sure it's just Phoenix of Rise. Oh, someone stirred up. Anyway, same difference. The title match of <laughs> uh, Angel Dust versus Shotzi Blackheart. You rarely ever see a title change hands in something like this. So I'm going to go with Angel Dust picking up the victory. Yeah, I'm going with Angel Dust too. Because she's her first and so far only champion. Mm-hmm. And I think this is solely like her third defense of it or something. So, mm-hmm. And the fact that it's not at a rise event, I doubt it's going to change hands. Mm-hmm. And then we have the main event, the AIW Absolute Women's Championship match. Shayna Baszler versus Allison K, a.k.a. 47, a.k.a. Sienna. 
Different people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Uh, but for the, like I said, the AIW Absolute Women's Championship, uh, I'm going to go with Baszler because I th- I don't her- see her being beat anytime soon, except for the names we kind of mentioned, but I don't think those are going to be anytime soon. Like, unless she would end up going back to Japan, kind of how AK was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That'd be the only way I see her losing the belt in the near future, because she's going to hold it for a while. You think she has at least one year run? A one year run for sure. So she won it in September? September 9th. Yeah, it's not like you have the date memorized or anything? Nope, not at all. <laughs> but, okay, so September 9th, 2017. Let's see if she still has to. I mean, granted, I think the only way she might drop that title soon is if she uh, looks for payback, even more payback f- for uh, Ruby Riot. But I don't, I don't see that happening <laughs> just yet. Maybe someday. Never know. Anything's possible. Oh, yeah. She she definitely has to be on WWE's roster, at least in my opinion. Especially when you have some of the contacts she does, which, granted, I know that doesn't get you a job. But sometimes... It could it, help. Yeah, it could definitely help. It could at least get you into the right people. And, yeah. And when you have some of the best friends that you have, you figure that would help you out a lot, too, who are not in necessarily sure. in the wrestling business. All right. That was our rundown on the first episode of Wrestling Cheers of Girls' Night Out 19, the very first Girls' Night Out that I have ever covered in the history of this show or the Ohio Indie Report. But one more time, for those who don't know, this Saturday, March 11th at 7.30 bell time, which we'll see about that, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Tickets available at shopaiwrestling.com. I don't know if they still have front row available or not. They don't really go real fast, but please come out and support these women. Help. Yes, it's it's great that WWE had the women's revolution and everything, but it needs to expand farther out. And what a perfect way to support. Any thoughts, Caden, on that? Um, Pretty much what you hit, the whole women's revolution thing. But GNO has always been kind of like the alternative to something like that. Just and possibly people you're going to see on there in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, any of these, like, all-women shows, people definitely need to start coming to them because they're a lot better than people think. Mm-hmm. They just assume it's going to be, like, oh, it's a WWE-style women's wrestling. No, it's not. It's, like, twice as good. And definitely even, come and watch it. Even WWE-style uh, women's wrestling has gotten better. Oh, by a lot. And fun, funny story, I don't know if I ever told you this. You know one of the reasons why I like Kimberly? Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've heard this one. Uh, the first GNO, or the second GNO I seen her at, the first GNO at Turner's Hall, I forget what number that was. Uh, I had only, I had a fixed amount of money. I think I might have been unemployed at the time, I can't remember. But she was selling 8x10s, and I think I just bought something off of Mia, and that left me literally with $3. And she's like, hey, you know, like, like 8 by 10 is 5 bucks, And I'm like, I only have 3 And she's like, okay. So I was like, okay. That's amazing. If, if, you, if you'll take three bucks for it, cool. So I always like, I always thought like she's such a sweetheart. Cause not, not as many, I think some wrestlers would do that. Like they'll take a little money over no money, but take, it's, it's money. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Especially when you're like an independent wrestler. Yeah. One of the reasons why I'm happy she's, she's doing better things right now. And hopefully we'll, we'll see her more somewhere down the road. Possibly that women's tournament that's been rumored. Ooh, hopefully, hopefully. Before we go, do you have any final thoughts or uh, plugs where people can find you? Um, throw out my plugs here at KVR two one six on oh. Twitter. And that's pretty much it because I have my YouTube link on my Twitter. That's mm-hmm. it. 
What about the other podcast you're part of? You can plug that here. I don't care. Oh, uh, and if it's, you want to plug that, at Weekly W Podcast, give them a follow, too. Just remember, that goes both ways, so... Next oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely throw out a plug on, the, on there, for mm-hmm. sure. Because Caden is, like I said before, a uh, added team member to at Wrestling Cheers, and you will be helping with with results because I, I I've mentioned before, and I know I mentioned in a personal conversation that I'm really bad at like moves, like horrible. That's why I only put like people win by pinfall or submission or like I never I don't go into detail, but I know you are a lot better at that than I am, and. We'll, at least we'll have at least also two people posting different pictures. You can, I mean, if you want, and this is the first time we've ever talked about it, if you want to post your videos on there too, obviously more than welcome. Yeah, I'll definitely do that because I usually get a ton of videos, even though you're not supposed to film. Quote, unquote. <laughs> as far as what I was told, because I remember talking to Biggins about it. Don't film the full match. Don't film the full match. And I never, I don't film the finish. Or if I do, it doesn't get posted. Yeah, just delete it. No, yeah, just that part of it. Um, and I this will be my first show with my new phone, which Aww. is which is an iPhone Seven Plus, and I can do a a little bit more with it. Like I know when I take pictures, I have the the option of doing a li- quote live photo, which almost basically creates a one second video of this picture. So that's why I have like a bunch like from NXT that we went to uh, of videos or something that I took. So. It'll be fun to experiment with that at uh, IW this Saturday. So, and do you have the slow motion like video on your phone? Oh yeah, well yeah, it's an iPhone Seven Plus. Oh right, yeah, I figured. Yeah, I still have the Five C. I, I do. You're still on the Five C, damn. <laughs> um, I can, it works. I, I can do slow motion. My only problem is with the lighting in Mount Carmel. Like it kind of does a flicker effect. <laughs> It works. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah, I've t- like so if on my Instagram, which I might end up creating an Instagram for uh, Wrestling Cheers. I just haven't went through it yet because you can now, or not now, it's been almost for a year, you can have more than one account on Instagram, like on the actual app, so I can manage it a lot easier. So that's something, because like with you posting videos, I post videos, like we also p- post them, at least maybe post them on Instagram, like that helps get people listening and watching like we could all just wish to be the lucha max of aiw shows we can get that oh, we're out. never gonna be that good <laughs> look up hashtag absox as i call it even though it's abso x <laughs> but absox and because i was trying to look for the things that i tweeted about certain matches you have to scroll through so many tweets about that vine so like it's a lot of times it's just the same thing like copying and pasted from tweet to tweet to tweet over the past almost two years it that went like viral it literally got like oh didn't it get like a million views before vine shut down yeah rest (laughs) in peace vine but yeah that is uh, so but if we can We'll look into adding that somewhere down the road if people have interest in it. Uh, hit up either Caden or myself on Twitter, or especially at Wrestling Cheers. Caden does have access to the account. I'm going to try to spread it to maybe a couple other people to help get more live tweet stuff out. But I know when it comes to wrestling results, me and Caden will have you covered one way or another when it comes to AIW. And especially, too, with I don't go to a lot of shows outside of AIW a lot of time just because of time or money or whatever Caden does. So Caden has said that he will be tweeting results from those shows, too. Like any show I go to, I will more than likely be tweeting results. Okay. long as it's in the state of Ohio and independent wrestling, I think that's kind of yep. my my thing. Uh Granted, 
outside of Ohio is not a big thing. I mean, with now dropping the Ohio from the title, it could be more acceptable. But a lot of, a lot of most shows we go to, though, are just in Ohio. Actually, you go to Shimmer. That might be a good idea for you to hit that up. I figured. I was about to say, that's another, like, five shows in three days, counting the Rise event. Up to you. You want to do it? Do it. I'm all for it. Yep. So, um, that that will do it for us here on the very first official episode of Wrestling Cheers. Um... I don't think there's that much else to say. Thank you very much. This has been Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, but you're still going to somehow charge us $5 for an autograph. See you next time. (laughs) 